Hello, Kaiju fans. If you were here, that's because you heard the call. This is Calling All Kaijus, a podcast dedicated to all things giant and monstrous. We three giant monster nuts gather here weekly to discuss all vintage and current happenings in the world of kaiju film, TV, art, and collectibles. This week, we are going to talk about top five worst kaiju movies. I am your host, Justin, and with me joining me today is rich unfortunately our our buddy josh is not with us today rich how are you doing today i'm doing fantastic and you know it's not like uh josh is deceased but no. he may be having technical issues or whatnot but yeah um hello everyone yeah so uh, a little bit about us real quick uh rich and i met through uh one of our favorite kaijus which is uh godzilla 1984 um it's the very first kaiju movie I've ever seen, um, and to me, it's one of the I'm gonna say top Godzilla movies out there. I'm gonna say top top five f- for sure. What about you? Absolutely, absolutely. I, it's I'm not gonna. It's, it's on my list of actually top five best kaiju movies. I'm not gonna tell you where it is, but it's on my <laughs> personal top five. So yeah, we we might be able to get to the top five today, but I mean, of course, we have to go through the. Would you like you usually say we have to go through the worst to get to the good? How do you usually say that? We got to go through hell to get to heaven. Yes, you know. that's it. Um, but for our listeners, thank you for joining us today. Uh, like I said, we're going to go over our top five, maybe get to our top, uh, top correction, top five worst movies and top five great kaiju movies. And at the yeah. end, we do a figure of the week. And that figure today is going to be the re-release of Mecha King Ghidorah. And I'll be giving you all the information on that so i'm gonna start skinny yeah yeah and it's a it is a beautiful (laughs) oh my god yes figure but let's go ahead and get down to it um so josh is not here we're not gonna be able to hear his list but i have some amazing honorable mentions from a uh, good friend of ours but we're gonna go through mine um we've talked about this movie uh rampage starring uh dwayne johnson um was i entertained yes but to me like what's the hardest part about any, what do you want to say, um, video game to live movie. It's tough. It's a very tough, you know, um, to make it happen correctly. Or what's the what's correct word there, Rich? It's hard to kind of capture the video game feel and the atmosphere and, and the just, just the ambiance, everything from a video game that you're passionate about and that you love. It's hard to capture that and, and throw it out in the big screen. Now, The Rock, by the way, I'm Dwayne a huge Johnson. fan of, of, Dwayne, of Johnson. Right, Dwayne Johnson. I'm sorry. I'm a huge fan of Doom. I still love to play the original Doom on PlayStation 1. To me, that's the best version of the game. The PC version, I didn't really like it that much. It's kind of janky in comparison. Um, whenever I'm drinking, that's one of my go-to games. Okay, nice. And, the, well, excuse me, Dwayne Johnson um, was in a big screen adaptation or movie adaptation of Doom. And terrible movie. Just awful movie. But, no, I, I get what you're saying about Rampage. I was a big fan of it when it was on Nintendo, when I was a little kid playing Ooh, it on yes. Nintendo. I didn't know it existed in the arcades. I never got my hands in the arcade cabinet to play it in the arcade. But I loved it. It's a simple premise. It's got a lizard that I always equated to being Godzilla just by default, right? Yes. It's got a monkey character, which you 
kind of by default as a little kid you, you equate that to king kong and who's the it's a wolf character yes. and i believe it's is that that's ralph right I, so I it's ralph it's lizzie and george yep. right okay and then there was a re um like a remake i guess of rampage that came out in the early 2000s that i actually did play in the late 90s how was it great game oh my god great game get your hands on and play if you like the rampage franchise check it out it's worth checking out Rampage, I don't know if it's called 2000, I want to say, but it recreates the original Rampage. It kind of revamps it. It's fun. It's a good time. It, it, it's like we played that game, and we thought, honestly, I thought we were going to be able to, um, you know, just see monsters punching the hell out of buildings and eating people. I think the, what's the wolf's name? Ralph. He ate a lot of people. And then George eats, I think think the female villain of that and that's about it lizzie shows up also, at the end there was a cool scene i think with lizzie in that movie if i'm not mistaken where there's like a skyscraper that involved a skyscraper or something like that and it was pretty a pretty cool destruction scene um was that did that movie take place in chicago i'm curious i think it did didn't it? i have no idea i it's somewhere you ever want to go back and see that movie again? i I don't think i want to go back and see that movie ever again i saw it in the theater during its theatrical run i remember it and um, I was like, I, I don't. It was okay. It was it was a fun movie, and and just that's kind of how all this giant monster stuff is. Yes, just just have fun with it. You know, just not it's not meant to be taken seriously or too seriously. Yeah, so, I agree. I mean, was I entertained? Yes, but I was like, yeah, it's a it's a good summer blockbuster. What's your uh, top five of your first? I guess your number five. Well, yeah. So going backwards, number five. Uh, Gamera Super Monster 1980 or Gamera. I, I remember that. We talked about this. Oh God, go, is go it garbage? Ahead, just do a quick. <laughs> if you can do a quick summary, of how much it stole stole so much stuff. So, first and foremost, it's just comprised entirely of stock footage from pretty much every Gamera movie. Okay, so that's first and foremost. It's like you're sitting there watching every battle from every Gamera movie, and then. Because I, I haven't been able, to, I wasn't able to sit down and give it a good watch. Because I wanted to go back and watch it. I saw it was being streamed on YouTube. I'm like, oh, cool, okay. It just felt like it was going on forever and ever. And I remember as a little kid when I first saw this. There's like the the Star Destroyer from Star Wars, I think it is, or something yep. like that. There's a spaceship that's very reminiscent of those Ripped used off. in Star Wars. Yeah, and I think Gamera at the end just kind of flies into it and sacrifices himself at the very end. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I'm not going to be able to make it there, though, because it's just so bad. It's just one of those movies that you just you can't sit there. You just can't sit through it. It's it's oh, freaking terrible. I um, <laughs> I, try, I watched a little bit on the YouTube. Oh, my God. So if anybody... Is it horrible? Yeah. It's horrible. Listeners, if you want to just, just look at the poster, and it's Gamera flying next to a Star Destroyer. I'm not making this up. They just changed a little bit of stuff on the Star Star Destroyer, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's a good top five, man." That's I mean, you're number five. You know what? I yeah, I gotta tell you, um, some of the earlier Gamera movies I really enjoyed because oh. they did they tried to take it seriously. They tried, oh. but they love to cast like a lead role for little kids, and and like the protagonist is always you know the lead role is always a little kid. And that little kid always seems to have some kind of a bond with Gamera. Uh, so, do you think? I saw to interrupt, but do you see who just jumped on? I don't know if you can grab him or not. Oh yeah, one second. Let me see so, if I can get him. In I'm, here. Gonna, I'm gonna keep going while doing that. We're gonna try to grab Josh. Yeah, right, go, 
Go so, on to your number four while I try to get Josh in here. Okay. So you, you know. So my number four is uh, I was excited because I'm a big shark movie buff guy, like Jaws. Uh, another one I really liked was um, uh, I think it was Deep Blue Sea. I think that was it with the three Mako sharks. But the one I got excited for was called Meg. And um, it's about Megalodon, a giant shark uh, out in the water. And it was, I believe that was a num- another uh, summer, like, smash box it was supposed to be. Summer blockbuster, I should really say. Excuse me. And um, Jay Statham was in it. And I think they were just using him to sell it, which is fine. But, man, I, my biggest thing about that is, okay, you have a giant, sh- you have a giant shark. I uh, got, like, can we not destroy him or blow him up? Just, like, not, like, how we do Jaws, but, like, just send a submarine or maybe, uh, I don't know, a uh, destroyer ship and just, just you know, blow him away. But I have, that. that's my, uh, that's my top five, my, that's my number four. Again, it's called Meg, came out a few years ago. Uh, Rich, did you grab him yet? All right. Meg. Yeah, you know what? I I tried to get him to inv- I try to invite him and say, "Can you connect?" He's not responding. But I just want to talk a little bit about Meg while we're waiting. Maybe let's hopefully go. can let's get go in here. Let's see it. Where, sorry, let's Meg. Um, I saw it. I sat through it. I watched it. It just felt like a modern day Jaws. And um, you know, I I I'm always intrigued to if if the, at the possibility of a prehistoric something could still exist i've I've, that's, I've always been intrigued by that and i always hoped that we would discover something like that i remember a few years back not to go off topic um there was a fake bogus video about a footage footage of a woolly mammoth somewhere in russia that was caught and people were like oh they're not dead but it ended up being like a bear with like a fish in its mouth or something i don't know <laughs> but and then supposedly like a carcass or a big portion of a woolly mammoth was unearthed somewhere in like Siberia and they were like, oh, they could do what they did in Jurassic Park and bring it back. They have its DNA. Well, first and foremost, why would you want to bring back a woolly mammoth? I don't know what pur- purpose it actually has or had, but uh, um, It's in a, a great Disney movie called Ice Age. Well, okay. Alright, well, anyways. Um, I, and, and I've always been intrigued. Again, what if there, there were, I used to hear, you know, here and there that Megalodons could still exist somewhere off the coast of South Africa. Or something I believe like it. That. I don't know. I, I could. See I it. don't know. But not not to the extent that we saw in that movie. If something was that big, that thing moved like it was a dolphin in that movie. You know, it moved very fast. I thought for a humongous. How how long? How big was the thing? About fifty, sixty feet. I think that's how I big have, megalodons actually were. I have no idea, man. Just, they were as big as a whale. I, I like pretty much. Remember what we were talking about? This was like. Megalodon doesn't like eat you. He just swallows you. So I think you're just going to drown yeah. inside him. Yeah, and that's really strange. That's, so it's a crappy way to go, I think. Just drown, just eat me, dude, real quick. Um, what's your number four? My number four, and um, I'm sure I'm going to get some heat for this, but that's that's all right. This is my opinion. Of course, everybody's entitled to it. Yes. Um, the 1968 Destroy All Monsters. Yeah, we talked about this. Um. Before we get to the ending, go ahead and just for like kill it why it's tell everybody why and I, I totally respect the decision after we had to talk about this, but go ahead and tell them why yeah, it's not so that here here's my here's my thing about it, okay? Um when I was a young lad again, I was just intrigued by this movie. Um 
in the very early 90s, I think I started hearing about it. And you were not going to find it anywhere on VHS in the United States. It just Mm -hmm. wasn't going to happen. And I used to watch Godzilla movies a lot on Sundays with my dad. And I remember my dad telling me that he actually saw this back in the day during its theatrical run. And if he had to rate it, he said he would give it zero stars. And I'm like, well, I, I want to see it. I, I don't care. So I was, I was just so intrigued by the movie. And I wanted to hunt this down. And we actually possessed a working reel-to-reel player, you know, like what they used to have back in the day before everything went digital, I yeah. guess, where you had the, the reel of, of film and you could just, you know, it was two reels and you hook it up to a reel-to-reel player, okay? And we had a projector screen. And I was trying to figure out how to hunt this down on, uh, you know, a reel-to-reel. Maybe I could watch it at home on, on, on the projector. <laughs> I was hoping to maybe do that. As a little kid, I was figuring out that I was going to try to do it. But, um, again, this, this was never on TV anywhere. At one point, my dad suggested I write to Mystery Science Theater 3000 oh, and yeah, request but, yep, that they have it on there and, and just roast it and cut it up like they did to another movie that I might be talking about in the near future. But that's a hint there. Oh, um, so, yeah. Yeah, for a while there in the early 90s, in the early part of the 90s, you're, you're, it was impossible to find this movie in the United States, basically. Okay. So, then it finally aired on cable TV, television, maybe in like the middle to latter part of the 90s, I want to say. And I watched it, and I was like, wow. I, I can understand now why my dad said he would give this thing zero stars, because... um it just seems like you get the little teasers of the monsters here and there throughout the movie, but any major monster action happens literally in the last maybe 15 minutes of the yep. movie when all the monsters go to the Fuji Mountain there for the final battle, right? And, and you said it's that, that fight is just pretty much like wrestling, correct? Yeah, and I, and I liked how um, like the announced, like the, there was like people like talking like, oh, here comes, uh, you know, Kumonga, or here comes Manila, here comes... Uh, and by the way, is it Minya for Baby Godzilla or Manila? I always keep getting co- confused. I'm going to say Minya. I'm going to go with that, too. Let's just go with Minya. My least favorite monster. And Yeah, me too. Honestly. And it's funny. We, we were talking once um, about how one of my favorite kaiju is in there, Varan. And he appears like standing on a mountain or something like that for a few seconds. And he jumps and flies away. And then that's pretty much all he ever does um. in that movie. Yeah, he he just he know he just uh, was a spectator. He says, "Hey, good job, guys." Um, the only reason, well, let's talk about like this that. M- movie real quick. The movie takes place in the future, but like in the '90s, I believe. So that's okay. We'll let that. Play. I, I like the Moonlight Sy three. I will say that I did like that a lot. I thought that was a pretty cool attack plane or whatever you want to call it or weapon. Nah, so the best part, and you know what I'm going to say, the best part of the whole movie. Is it, we're not, uh, what's the the dinosaur's name again? Gorgos, how do you say his name? Orosaurus, man. Yeah. He does yeah. a, he does a cool thing. He does a drop kick, but still, you know who my second my favorite my second favorite character is? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's give a shout out to him. We got we have my boy Angus doing work. Grabs one of the throat. I can't remember one of the throats of uh, King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. One of his like, necks. He's yep. hanging off. I think one of his necks is Ghidorah tries to fly away or something like that. Right. Gets dropped. Falls on his back. Ghidorah slams on him. Angerish just gets up like that's like that's all you got. Let's let's keep going. I didn't I didn't hear, he goes I didn't hear no bell and just gets back into it. 
Bro. Oh, give me one second, Josh. What's up? Looks keep... like he is. Go ahead. I think he just messaged me. Go ahead. I'm gonna keep going then. Um, I'll just go through my list if you don't mind. Um. Uh. So uh... he said, "Oh, you know what? Not to interrupt." Josh said, "I thought he said 1:30. Uh, give me a minute." Okay. All right. Well, maybe he'll be joining at any point at some point. But all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, he got. Remember, so everybody, we're in different time zones, so. So yeah, yeah. real crash. So I'm gonna just keep. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm just gonna kill my list real quick, and then Josh can jump in. Um, so number three is I can't finish the movie. Thank goodness I did not go out and watch it. It's called Monster Hunter. It's got the female. I can't pronounce her name. So it's the female lead from uh, Resident Evil, and it's got one of my favorite martial artists, um, Tony Jaa, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the young lady's name is Mila Jovovich, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and yeah, it was a, it was very weird. Uh, special forces, I believe, get sent to another world to take on monsters. I I really can't remember the premises of it. I just could not. I, I just couldn't grasp it. Um, but yeah, it gave it a shot. I mean, if you want to try it out, but I mean, like I see Tony Jaa and I see a martial artist, but now nah, it. I kind of get into it. Maybe you want to try. I have no idea. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna kill my list real quick. The uh, second worst kaiju movies to me again. Don't hate me because I know I'm gonna get slack for this because I've not seen the '90s. That well, how do you say it? the Hesai? Heisei. Heisei. Uh yeah. the, the Gamma Gamma franchise. Now, the reason why I'm not a big fan of Gamera is one. His roar, to me, a roar makes the kaiju. Do you agree with that? To a certain extent, yeah. But you don't want to have a kaiju's roar every time you hear it. Your just skin crawls like, that is just so annoying. You know, you don't want that. You never want that. Do you know how to, um, sorry again, can you add him or not? What I think we have to do is, stop. I, I try to invite him. Here, let me try him. Let me try one more time, but okay. go ahead. So yeah, with Gamera, the problem is is his roars to me is very annoying, and I was never a big fan of that. Also, uh, I got it back then. You know, the special effects were a little different. He also has a um, what you might call it, uh, not an atomic breath. You should, what do you want to say? Just a a flame type of breath, Rich. It looks like he's spitting literally just fire comes out as like a like a stream of fire of flames he spits out pretty much yeah yeah um i can't i couldn't get into it uh and then uh he had a, a weird villain he had some weird villains i'll give him that yeah he did uh, he did what was the one that crawled on all four and shot a rainbow out of his back that's one of my favorites actually and there's a there's a little bit of a of a fandom or a, or a following for that guy that's Barugon. Barugon. Who was yeah. first, him or Baragon? I don't know. That's, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, guess. I, I think uh, Oh's Baragon was first. I don't know. Because that was... He fought against... jeez. Oh, uh, he fought Frankenstein, right? They're around the same time. I would say they're both 66, 67, somewhere around there, 68. I could be way off, though. Let me see when Godzilla, or excuse me, Gamera versus Barugon. Like that's that's sixties for sure. Um, 
And then um, my least favorite while you're doing that. So the Gamera franchise, I, I got. I haven't seen the '90s, but I heard the '90s are pretty good. '66, by the way, 66. was um, Gamera's Baragon. So Paul's Baragon, I think, came out a little bit um, beforehand with Frankenstein. What was it Frankenstein Conquers the World? Something. Yeah. Decent yeah. movie. Decent. So I so like it. Yeah. It's just. I like it. I really enjoy it. Um, not my top five great movies, but it's a very good movie. Uh, and then the last one of mine is, I think we, again, remember, I got my uh, titles mixed up and you helped me out on this one. Godzilla's Revenge. I'm, this is the correct one, right? Because I always, I, I'll never watch this movie again. Oh, is it bad? It is. Oh, is, it's really bad. My God, you. And I've, I have yet to this man. day. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I have yet to this day, and I'm sure there's there's fans out there of it that will defend it, but I have yet to this day, uh, I, I have yet to this day meet an ardent or, or whatever supporter or staunch supporter of that movie that would fight for that movie and be like, no, man, I don't know what you're talking about. That is a great movie. It's like the best movie of the whole franchise. So, never. I got to say, my kaiju friends, friends and family. This movie is about, I think, it, I swear it takes place in this kid's mind the whole time. I think you're right. Yeah. This this child has a device that calls Monster Island. Well, his best friend is how Minya. Is that where we're staying? Is that how we're staying with it? We're gonna we're gonna go with this Minya, yeah. Um uh, they talk, but our our friend who's not I wish he was with us, but t- time zone mix ups was how did he say like the voice? Oh, he nailed it perfectly. Yeah. I, I, I can't do it. I it was just it's so goofy. The it's the English dub, but in the Japanese dub, it's a little kid's voice in Japanese, right? Oh, in the original it's... Japanese version of the film, but in the English dub, it sounds like um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know. But it, it's the weirdest. It's like you don't picture this voice for this kaiju, and I was like, all right. And then Mania and this child both have bullies. Ish, and now they have to. Certainly enough, yeah. And and though they did bring in a new, uh, we gotta give them props on that. They did bring in a different type of kaiju called uh, Gabara. Gabara, Gabara. Um, so we gotta give them, you know, props on that. And then because of that, and like I said, if you're gonna watch Singular Point Godzilla, they upgraded him, made him look better, which I like. If that's him, I believe it's him. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's. Ooh man, uh, I think I think I'd rather watch that Gamera movie of yours that you talked about than Godzilla's Revenge. Gamera, Gamera Super Monster, nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd rather not pick any. But if you're held at gunpoint and you have to pick one or the other, or you're I, gonna, you I know, I kind of do it. Uh, all right, man. So I stopped. Uh, I think I stopped you uh, very rudely. Me stopped you at you. Uh, need, you had three, two, and one. You still need to give me. All right. So number three for me. Okay, uh, 1967, Son of Godzilla, and um, yeah. it's just a mess. It's just an absolute mess. And I think this is the movie they introduced Minya, the character Minya, oh or the uh, the kaiju Minya. And it just the direction that the Godzilla franchise started to go in at about the the late 60s, I guess. Here, um. I, I can recall out there, we're, we're, we're going to do some homework on this and find out who it was. I couldn't find it, but 
one of the original production team members, I guess, writers, Godzilla writers, whoever, was basically just like, you know what? After Destroy All Monsters, we should have been done making these movies because Um, they just started getting really silly and really ridiculous. It might have been, I don't know if it was Son of or, you know, Godzilla's Revenge that got him to say this or got this gentleman to say this. It might have been Godzilla versus Hedorah. That got this gentleman to be like, listen, we should. This has just been. It's it's a total embarrassment to what Godzilla is and, and what he's supposed to be about. So, that's the movie at the end where Godzilla holds him and it turns into snow. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, I again, I just cannot stand the suit design here. There's a guy out there. We're gonna do a little name drop, and I hope it's all right. Leslie Chambers, and you know who he is, Leslie P. Chambers. He he's a avid X plus collector. He's been in the game of collecting for a long time, especially X plus. He probably has every single X plus you can think is. of. Yep. I know yeah. exactly who that is. He likes this design. I don't know if he really? said it's his favorite. He actually likes it. Maybe it was, and, uh, maybe it was his first Godzilla. Maybe. But, um, that, yeah, you know what? I was introduced to this movie as a very young lad. I was about, if I had to say five or maybe even six years old when I first saw this movie okay. and, uh, you know, not to be derogatory in any way, shape, or form. You know that I've spent some time in Japan. You know I, yep. I know a little bit about them culturally, about the Japanese and how they do things culturally from a cultural standpoint. Um, they don't say no. They don't do that, especially to their children. They don't do it. They don't know how to say no. And the thinking, I think, with Daiei, you know, the, the, the Daiei Studios, the, the, the company that did um, Gamera, okay, mm-hmm. and Toho, also, get in with the little kids somehow. You know, get well, in with them, appeal to them. If we do, that's an end to the parents' wallet, basically. And I don't think it worked so, out. I don't think it did. Well, you know, I, I don't know when Godzilla collectibles started. I think I've I've heard in the seventies. I think I even again will reference um, Godzilla versus Hedorah, the young man in that movie. He has like a Godzilla toy. I don't know if it's an actual collectible, but. It started right around this time, late '60s, crossing over into the '70s, I and gotcha. it just when when they started to realize, wow, we, this is a gold mine with with the merchandise and and look, it's even doing now even in, in North America. I mean, really, it was, this was a big thing in Asia and Japan, especially for since the '70s, from what I can best understand and, and collect. But look what look at us, man, here in North America. I never thought that any be I would ever be spending. I'm not gonna say what I spend, or yeah. and Justin, I don't think you should either on, on on camera or whatever. It's up there. But I never could fathom spending that kind of money on essentially a toy. But it's not like anything we have in the United States. It's no. absolutely not. It's... Absolutely not. I never, I never saw anything like this as I, when I was a kid growing up. I never saw some of the stuff when I was a kid. Me we we have now. That's but, um, that's yeah. That's a good. That's. It's a good movie, man. Good, uh, good reference about that when we start. And a little bit, we're going to talk about the yeah. uh, collectibles. Yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll we'll start talking about dollars and, and cents about some of this stuff. And yep. just, I I never could fathom spending that kind of money. But then again, I'm just like, well, you know what? You only live once. You can't take it with you. So whatever. What's, but, your, what's your number two? Number two. And again, I might get some heat for this. I can't remember. 1994 is Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Oh yeah, um, 
A lot of people, horrible. A lot of people liked it. What's one thing about that movie that it was really the movie didn't have like a really good soundtrack. It did, and you know what? The un- it's got a little bit of an underrated battle scene with Godzilla and Space Godzilla. It's well, kind of cool. What was your reason behind it? Was it the baby Godzilla again? Well, first of all, um, some of the special effects, especially in scenes involving Mogera and Space Godzilla flying, are just really awful. Really, really low budget. Really terrible. Um, I think it's the asteroid field which yeah. they're flying through. I need a. I need a it looks like part again. it looks like styrofoam balls are hanging <laughs> in front of like a cloth, a black cloth backdrop against a wall. I mean, that's what it. And you know what? There's been some scenes with Ghidorah flying that look really bad too in some of the previous movies. So, yeah, um, I'll give you that. Space Godzilla is really cool. The suit is amazing. It's I really think. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Un- yeah, unique roar and I love. His atomic blast. Yeah, he's a vicious kaiju. Don't get me wrong; he's he's pretty cool. He's and pa- um, you say he's a powerhouse. Absolutely. He's, I'm not gonna you say, know what, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say you almost feel bad for the baby Godzilla how he's bullying him and messing with him. You I almost kind of feel bad. Not me. You I almost kind of feel bad. That I don't know. Like the worst baby Godzillas. I'm gonna have to say Minya is number one because I hate him. Then they made this baby Godzilla like super cute. For some reason, and then that Godzilla against or versus Mechagodzilla two—that was another weird one. First and foremost, you know, I, I don't know why you would even have a baby Godzilla. I don't know why you would do that. Um, Legendary, please don't do this to us. I just don't. I just can't fathom it. I mean, giving us the solace. Or the peace of mind that there's another Godzilla should the main Godzilla die, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is. All Where's right. the female Godzilla at that Godzilla impregnated to have the baby Godzilla? Or maybe you know? it was it what is it? I don't know the camera term, but maybe because he's a lizard. He just produces yeah. asexually yeah, asexual it. budding. <laughs> he stares at himself in the mirror he's like, What's up? And he's like, Boom, done. I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. And I but, think your number one is mine right? Yeah, we have a we well to get through my list here again. Let's just get through hell here, right? This is the last part of it. Yeah, and it, here's my reasoning for Godzilla's revenge. Okay, um, I I guarantee it. This has got to be in the most most of the fans, the fandom out there. It's got to be in the top three or top two of the very worst Godzilla movies. I mean, really. I'm gonna look up the um uh, was it IMBD on it real quick. Why are you doing, talking? So. I honestly think you can use this as some kind of like waterboarding or torture to get like convicted <laughs> war criminals or terrorists to talk. Because really, if you sit someone down in front of this, let's say you tie them to a chair in front of the big screen in a theater somewhere, somewhere, whatever. Oh my god, dude! That, Just dude. keep playing it over and over again. Okay, they're gonna talk. I guarantee it. They will talk. They'll tell you everything you need to know. Um, there's nothing. That makes me want to go back and see this movie. Nothing. And oh, you know, I I did like Gabara a little bit, the green kaiju that's in that movie. I did like him a little bit, but the only thing I really enjoyed about this movie was when Godzilla finally just beat his freaking brains in, which I thought was pretty cool. But then other than that, oh my goodness, it just. Oh. What's the Rotten Tomatoes score Yo, on that? It's I'm, gotta, I'm gonna give you IMBD. Three 
That's correct. I am saying this. Three. Hey, hey, yeah. No, no. I th- hang on. I said three percent. Negative three. No, I'm just kidding. It got. Hang on. I just had it. Three point nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. And there's an arrow next to it. Just stock. It looks like thirty thousand. It just. Oh my god. It's so bad. And then I'm looking. Uh, how did this? You know, did this have first? I want to know if this actually had a worldwide or a United States three theatrical run. I want to know if it actually did. I'm very curious about. It, it probably did. What was that Gamera movie again? We got to see who had which one's worse. Gamera's. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 where is it? Super Monster. Gamera Super Monster, 1980. 1980s. So we had. So, oh my God. It, um. That's worse than uh, Godzilla's Revenge. It's three point seven. I just don't know what Daya and what Toho was thinking doing these movies, I, man. I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. So if if you guys if you don't have a you have nothing planned on the weekend and you're like, hey, let's uh, let's check out some pretty bad kaiju movies. These are our our top five uh, worst ones. Um, you know what? I just want to touch on that. It's funny you said that. You have to kind of keep in context how things used to be, right? Um, back in the 70s, most of them, when I was growing up, a good portion of the 80s, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to do. There just wasn't. Oh, give me a moment. I, I One second. I got to kind of... So I have a I have a cat here. It's having a hairball attack. He's making a lot of noise. So Poor a, guy. So here, you go handle that. <laughs> that's why I close. Oh, that's, that's why I close my door so they don't come in here. But, Poor um, guy. I'm sorry. Always. Oh, oh boy. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to get all de- derailed here. But you have to understand. Um, maybe it was more geared towards you know creating like a family type experience with some of these movies, especially incorporating Minya there. Oh. Hey, let's have the family all go see it. It's not gory or over the top, disgusting or anything like. Nothing really terrible happens in it. Let's go see it. It's geared towards. Let's bring the whole family to go see it. You know, family oriented type thing. The movie is like what you said is a uh, torturing device. It's I, really bad. Dude, Some so of these bad. are really, really bad. But all right, we. You ready for the honorable <laughs> mentions? Let's hear the honorable. I think we have some really silly honorable mentions. Well, no, we, I think you might come, have mentioned these to me already. Yeah, but. they're funny though. Um, so we got our honorable mentions from our editor, my brother. Some of them are good. Some of them are very good. Some of them are pretty funny. Number one, suicide Suicide Squad twenty twenty one Starro. That I'll get. You know what? That was pretty cool seeing a kaiju in that movie, and I liked. I did like Starro. Did you you saw it, right? I have not. Oh, stop! Wait a minute. Starro. Is that is that the thing in our intro yes. where the guy's like, "Oh, we got a kaiju up in here." That's yes. the. Th- I thought that was some Ready Player One. See how little I know about some of his newer stuff. Oh my lord, <laughs> Starro, huh? Number two. Every Power Ranger. <laughs> Every, well, you know what? Yeah. The Power Rangers movie oh, that so came bad. out. So yeah, bad. it's that's another one where you can use that as some sort of waterboarding or torture. It's it's really atrocious. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, I'm trying not to laugh at this one. 
number three, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, God. Now, hold on. I can <laughs> yeah. Could you, was this picture a big dog, though? Like, I'm talking, let's say, a, you want to say two-story house, just destroying a neighborhood, though, and just, I mean, it'd be a pretty vicious movie. You know what? I don't think Clifford was all that big. He might have been the size of, like, a school bus, oh, that's, like, was- lengthwise. I don't know how tall he was. Maybe, again, maybe 15 feet tall at most, 20 feet tall. I don't know. But he's considered a kaiju, nonetheless. He is considered a kaiju. You know, I just I thought about him. When, God, like, when he takes a dump, oh, my God. Like, you can't well, just pick that up with a, like, you got to use a couple of bobcats, maybe a bulldozer. Yeah. Yeah, well, I. Like, I <laughs> you see a big thud outside, you're like, Jesus. You know, you gotta you gotta kinda consider that too with all the other kaiju out there, right? <laughs> yeah. But, it, it would but wouldn't I, that cause a major problem with all these giant monsters and just dropping but, these giant bumps out there? I mean, really, that'd be that'd be a horrible problem. A monster <laughs> monster island just covered in shit. <laughs> That's why they're always leaving. <laughs> um, man, but no, but I think because it's I like uh, that. That's a that's a good. Um, by the way, that's it's it's funny because, like I said, I've heard out there people say he's technically a kaiju. That he, he is the red dog. Yeah. Um, uh, Ready Player One. That is a great, great movie, and they do show a few kaiju's in there. Uh, one is actually in my top five list, actually, which you don't even know yet. Um, and then this one's good. Moon Knight final episode. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Uh, they go kaiju form. I don't know if you've seen Moon Knight or not. I have not. No, I have not. And again, these are these are honorable mentions for worst, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if it's really god awful, I don't know if I'm going to well, do it. I've seen some really bad ones in my day. Don't get me wrong. But... Let me let me re- refix that. This was just his. I think this was between. Horrible and good because Ready, Ready Player One, man, it's got some good stuff in there. You know what? And there was there's a a lot of people out there that love the Mecha Godzilla that appears in there, but it's a different design. Um, if you have not seen, I, it, I just yeah, go ahead. I can't embrace it, man. Um, I just can't embrace it. So the original Mecha Godzilla. Now again, I I believe it's supposed to be Kiru fr- mm-hmm. from uh, was it Tokyo SOS and Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, uh, but. They changed it, but we gotta give them props for it because there's something different. But again, you what's one thing I liked about it was they kept the theme of Godzilla. You got to you got to hear it just for a split second, but it was really cool. Um and by the way, just kind of a correction from earlier, Frankenstein Conquers the World came out in nineteen sixty five. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a little bit earlier than that, but okay. I was mistaken. That's okay. Um, are you ready? So that was our top five worst kaiju with a couple honorable mentions. I think it's you ready to hit the, which something we're actually excited about, which we want to start letting the listeners know if you're going to start collecting is figure of the week. Um, just, I'm going to say two weeks ago, was it? It dropped? Yes. That sounds about right. Yeah. Let me get to my lovely notes. but the- And there was, there was a lot of just, it, there was just a lot of noise. Let's just put it that way. When this um, dropped, it's the, um, SH Monster Arts, um, Mecha King Ghidorah. Is it the battle damage version? I want to say. I believe it's. It's not a re. It's it kind of is re-release, but but it's got a lot of things going on for it, which we're going to talk about. Um, it comes out twenty twenty three. 
is the the release of the new Mecha King Ghidorah. But before yeah. we jump on to the new one, let's talk about the old one real quick, if you don't mind. So yeah, absolutely. So there were the OG Mecha King Ghidorah um, came out in 2015, and it was selling at a decent price, man, 200 bucks. Like, that's a good price. This is this is also from the movie Godzilla vs King uh, King Ghidorah that came out in 1991. Great film, a little trippy. Because you got some time traveling, but great film. Yeah, um, it is a good one. That uh, so that came out in 2015, and recently, let's just say a month ago, that figure was selling. If you needed to buy off eBay, was four hundred dollars and up. But well, I've seen the brand new guys if they are still unopened, open, never open, going for north of six hundred, seven hundred dollars, yep. maybe more. But now, because the new one coming out, the price is dropping. Um, yeah. drastically i should say yeah so this is this is something that again um again kind of the name drop a little bit there's a gentleman by the name of steve agan that's been in the collectibles business for geez at least 30 40 years and he says that the japanese have done this with collectibles time and time again they consider the same exact figure it might appear to be exactly the same but something, maybe it has a different color scheme slightly across, you know, it's painted just a little bit differently. It's the same as that mold. They do that a lot. Just something very slightly different about it, and they consider it an entirely different piece. Um, a different toy. It's It could be exactly the same. And, you know, with the previous release, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have, I've never had the previous release in my hands. I couldn't tell you what it looks like. I don't know what this new one looks like. But from the early photos for this new one, Beautiful. It looks like it looks like it came right off the screen, off um, the big screen. The, yeah. Well, I have that. You know, I I have that. Yeah, you you yeah. own it. You're one yeah. of the few people I've ever known that actually owns the it's, original it's, release. It's, it's a very yeah. beautiful beautiful figure. Um, I think the this new one is gonna be brighter, a little bit more colorful, which I'm gonna go over its uh, product features. Yeah. And then we're gonna go off though. Something mine has. This one will not. Besides yeah. the battle image, but let's give, go ahead and talk about the new one. Um, so the product again will be released uh, next next year. Uh, to be probably probably May or June. Realistically, you'll have it in your hands. I think next year. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It, and listeners, it when this dropped, it went nuts on the web. Which oh, yeah. we're going to talk about that in a second. So um, much chatter. Yeah. So your product feature is 9.85 inches or 25 centimeters, same size as the old one, made up of PVC, ABS, and die cast. And that's what this one is also, might have. Again, from the 91 movie, it's um, highly, um, what's the word I'm going to try to say? Detailed. You have, no, like, the pictures, if you guys get a chance, look online, type in 20, uh, new uh, Mecha King Ghidorah. It's highly detailed, fully articulated. I'm going to say this one probably be beat the old one, 100%. This one comes with two different wings, and that's what everybody likes. Two so, different sets of wings. They're two, interchangeable, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. they are. And I, I hope they're going to be just like the King legendary King Ghidorah because uh, that, those wings, how they came, went on, amazing. Let me, You know what? Let me interrupt. 
that's the, something very similar just happened with the original 2019 SH Monster Arts King Ghidorah. Yes. Right? We got the re-release. There's the original. It actually was going north of $500, $600 brand new. I was looking at it. I know. Like last summer, I was highly considering it. But then the re- the special color version came out. And I don't know what that did to the original. I think it did also drop the value of it significantly. But just the reissue, this, the new color version, the special color version, it just blows the original one away, in my opinion. Oh, well, you, I mean, you see it. It's right there. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, absolutely beautiful. Very big. But let's get back. We can, we can't, we'll talk about him later. Um, so after you, um, so he comes with two, two sets of wings. You have damage and, and then non damage, or the one I call it blown the hell apart. Mm hmm. And they did that. Mm-hmm. They got it exactly, almost identical to the movie. I still don't know how he flies with it when it's battle damage, but we give him props. All right, what the bot? I kind of want to go back and see the movie now. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Oh, I'm definitely going to with um, when the when I get the figure, and it's gonna be awesome. I, I can't wait. So, what comes to the box? The figure, which I, I talked about, two sets of wings. Yet again, normal. And uh, battle damage, and then five mechanical arm parts with Stan. So I want you to think of pinchers. Is that, is that the best way to go, Rich? Call them pinchers. Yeah, we could. We could. Yeah. Um, or like a, I don't know if you want to see. It was like a, like a vice grip. Yeah, let's do that. that. I like that vice grip. Connects on God, around Godzilla's torso, and when it's all connected to Godzilla, obviously King Ghidorah, Mecha King Ghidorah, kind of electrocutes him and fries him. But yeah, so he's got. Total of five. The extensions. Yeah, extensions, yeah. yeah. There you go. Two for the arms, two for his thighs, and he has a giant claw that uh, goes around his uh, waist. And and the movie electrocutes him and carries him away. Uh, but what the new one ha- will not have that the 2015 has are the Dorats. Now, That's really unfortunate. So, <laughs> you ha- so if you don't know what a Dorat is, uh, don't worry. Gen- genetically engineered as pets in the 23rd century. Three Dorats were brought back to the year of 1944 as part of the... Alright, guys, listeners, these are the enemy, I guess, we'll say from this movie called Future- Futurions. Right? Okay, I love Japan and their bad guys' names. Hey. Wait a minute. I, I completely forgot about this for a second. One of my favorite um, actors or, or whatever, lead roles, if you will, um, he's an antagonist character. M11, the cyborg M11 is, is ta- in that movie. I want to talk about him in a different episode, actually. Because I, I lo- hilarious. He's I great. You know, it is The M11 running is absolutely hysterical. But yeah. So... I want you, I want the listeners to picture this, all right? Picture Ghidorah, maybe knee high, okay? Wings, same normal wings, not three heads, but one with big anime eyes, two fangs, and green hair on top of him. Think of a really fat gold bat. That's the best way I can describe it. I don't know how it flies because this little buddy of ours is a chubby guy. He is chubby, a.k.a. thick. He is a very thick little boy. But, again, back to the figure. The, the new one will not have the three Dorats. Um, don't know why. Maybe it makes the old one a little bit more. 
But what you're saying, Rich, is that people are trying to buy the Dorats now. I've seen people out there um, in Facebook fan pages, collectible, you know, Facebook, I do collectible pages, whatever, Godzilla collectible pages, asking people out there if they'd be willing to part with their Dorats. I don't, I don't see any cash oh. offers, but <laughs> I see that, and I wouldn't. If I actually had it, or had those guys, I wouldn't. I, unless it was an, an offer that you just couldn't refuse, obviously. But that people aren't going to do that. No. But um, yeah, I, like I said, I have them. They're standing right behind me. But I, I couldn't do it, man. Not like I'm not a big fan of them. But it's just a cool little, you know, came with the figure, and I thought I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. So now let's uh, so you know the figure, but let's talk about where we can get it from. And Rich, I have right here in my hand, as you can see. All the different prices. Yeah, you posted that somewhere out there a yep. few days ago. So comparing, you know, prices from all the major uh, retailers uh, that carry this stuff. So yeah. some of them I've never even heard. So we're just gonna go down the list. So how I'm doing is cheapest to most expensive. Now what I was reading is this is including shipping and handling. But again, I don't know some of these sites or realtors. I, I wouldn't trust it. So the first one we're going to go is called E-Night Media. They're selling this figure for $249.99. Is that E-K-Night Media? E-K- or is it E-K-Night? I thought it was E-Night. I think it's E-K-Night, if I'm not mistaken. I've heard of them. I've never, yeah, I've never done business with them. But... We have, all right, you're my awesome Japanese person who can speak it. I can't, I'm going to try to pronounce it, and you, I'm pretty sure you're going to do it. Tokyo... Otaku, O T A K U. Oh, I said it right. Mo- yeah. Uh, mode. So uh, Tokyo Otaku mode, two hundred and fifty-two dollars. I don't know. Are they based out of Japan, Rich? You know, honestly, I know nothing about them. But Otaku, believe it or not, is a Japanese word for either house or home. Okay. Mm. But then they also refer to those that are kind of nerdy as being an otaku. Oh, so my otaku. <laughs> we are we are actually all considered otakus. Yes, we are. <laughs> so this gets a little bit weird right here. So yeah, I'm gonna say we have otaku for two hundred fifty two dollars, and then right this this is weird. Kappa hobby two hundred fifty two dollars by eighty eight cents. Mm. What? what, what, what yeah, why is it eighty eight cents? That's weird. I don't know why they would come to that number. All right, we're gonna start jumping up just a tad. We have Galica or correction Galactic Toys. They're okay. selling it for for two hundred sixty one dollars and ninety four cents. Okay, all right. Now we are going to hit. Oh, never heard of this one before. We get into our major ones. Lunar Toy Star Correction Store two seventy two hundred seventy dollars and ninety nine cents. Now we're going to get into the hand one two the the top four. I believe these are. If you're a big kaiju collector. These next top four realtors are the ones that usually people go through and trust the most. The, I believe you've done business with this one. Awesome collector. Yes, they're outstanding. And as far as I know, they're the only one that offers payment plans. Uh, and again, so, we are not, we are not, uh, what do you call it, sponsored by anybody? Oh, we're not endorsing any of these. Nothing. We are completely um, Just thought, objective. Yeah. Yeah. But, and like, I, like, I go through some people you don't like. Uh, so awesome collector again. It's a great. I've looked into them. So is Rich. I believe Josh does too. Great store. I, I highly recommend them. 
they are selling the figure for $278.98. All right, not bad. I, I agree with that price. And plus, you, that's a trusted site. And you've talked to him, correct? Uh, the gentleman's name is Jason Welling. And yeah, he's, he's a, unfortunately, not to bash him in any way, shape, or form. He's a one-man show. You'll commonly hear that. And you'll commonly see in Godzilla collectible fan pages or whatnot, people posting, oh, how do you get a hold of Jason Welling? I haven't heard from him. I'm waiting on my stuff. Yeah, so the best that I know about him and how he runs things is he's a one-man show. He may have people that handle his um, shipping. Mm-hmm. And we, we actually got into it because I got really mad. I, I gave him a lot of business like well, over the last year and a half. What was right? the figure, if you don't mind uh, tell the uh, listeners. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I've again. It just. It was maybe two, three, four. I did buy um, an X plus Megalon thirty centimeter off him. The mega. The yeah. The um, X plus thirty centimeter Megalon Rick that has the little Jet Jaguar. I purchased um, the SH Monster Arts twenty twenty one Mecha G, the Apex Mecha G from him, the Kong I believe I got from him. I want to say the Godzilla. But yeah, like you said, Hadora. Like, but like you said, he's a it's a one man show, so you have to be very patient with him. But he's the other but, thing is too is he doesn't really have a phone number where you can call him. He doesn't really have that. I've talked to two of these people actually. Um, so yeah, that's awesome collector. Next, this is a weird one. Uh, I I know I've seen it on for sale, but Amazon hmm. selling it for two hundred and eighty, but it says not live yet. So. They're planning on getting it once it drops. Um, now we're going into the top two. Big ones coming yep. up here, yeah. Yep. So now I'm going to go. I'll try to put my back. Uh, Kaiju Live. Now, mm-hmm. I support Kaiju Live. I really do. I like them a lot. I've uh, talked to him, the, the owners of it, multiple times through Messenger. They're selling this figure for $280. And yes. And they, they have done away. With payment plans, I heard directly from them. They have done away with it. They used to do it, mm-hmm. and that's where I have mine through. And they are one of the very first to offer it for pre-order. And if you wanted to be one of the first to secure yours, fifty bucks. But again, I don't know what timing is like for you to re- actually receive it. You see, so well, I look at it as this because um, the next one's like the, the longest wait ever. Um, yeah, it's. So, I think I know who you're gonna say. Yeah. And um, like I said, great sort. But again, you don't know when you might. You have a time frame when you're going to receive it. But it's a it's a fifty. If you don't want to pay for all at once, uh, it was a fifty bucks deposit. So at least you have one, and then they'll contact you when it's about ready to be released, and they're going to most likely charge you. Now, the number one that I've I, uh, dealt with with minifigures, not just kaiju, is a uh, big bad toy store. For some reason, I think I did. I do believe they lowered their price. Maybe I have to double check. Actually, I'll do it right now um, for our listeners. They were selling it for $298.99. Why? why? Like, why were they the. Um... It's funny. When this first dropped, I think because the pre-orders and traffic was just so crazy on their site, it might have crashed their site or the site where you could pre-order it. So I am looking at their site right now. 
$294.99. non-refundable down payment required. Interesting. And then now, do they offer like the collector's grade for like twenty or thirty dollars more, or something like that, or whatever it is? Yeah. So what is that? Select packaging grid collector five bucks. What is that? So they claim, and again, I don't know if this is a gimmicky thing. I, I'm not privy to any of this information. Okay. Um, it says on their website something along the lines of, "Well, with every box or case that we get, there's some that are absolutely." top-notch and flawless and that's oh, going to be what you're going to get with collector's grade yeah then there's some that are going to have noticeable little dings or scratches on the box okay that might be standard right they're not gonna it's not gonna be anything earth-shattering if you pick sat or standard okay I, I always do standard then they have i think they have slightly damaged or something like that i don't know it goes collector I don't know. standard and substandard there you go. That's it. So they claim in every case they're going to get some of these figures in a certain number in that condition. There's not you can't control that. It's just going to happen, right? So when you pick collector's grade, they try to send you an absolutely mint perfect, you know, product. I've always gotten really perfect, you know, collector's grade from them. If you don't, their customer service is so top-notch. They'll work with you to make you happy or to yes. come to a resolution well, they will so they'll big, go above they go yes. above and beyond big bad so. toy store is again they're more expensive but that like what rich said that customer service I, they've helped me out before and i am looking at this figure right now from their site this is such a beautiful figure i can't wait to have it uh i do you know i just want to backtrack for a second about um awesome collector I'm not bashing Jason Welling in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I was a little ticked off that I didn't hear from him. I gave him a lot of business. I will continue to give him a lot of business. He's a he's a great guy. He will answer his Facebook chat messages right away if you ever reach out to him. So he's a good guy, and he did indicate to me that he's trying to do whatever he can to expand his operation, and I hope that he does. He's got a sweet little um, niche there. It's it's just he's he's a good guy. I've always gotten excellent product from him. Everything's always in excellent condition. So, yeah, he's he's trying to do what he can to compete, but so, he's again he's a smaller. How do, how should I say this? He's, he's, a, he's uh, a smaller organization. He's a small. He's a one man. A smaller team. He's a smaller team than the big bad toy stores or or the kaiju lives or the what's another one? Entertainment Earth, I think, is a pretty big name, right? Entertainment Earth. You've heard of them? I've heard of them, but I've never. Um, I've heard of them, but I've never uh, done any business with them at all. No. What I'm thinking, why people are doing away or operations are doing away with that payment plan option, people probably, you know, weren't fulfilling their payment plans or their agreements. And maybe, you know, they fell up upon hard times and they're not able to do it or whatever, you know, for whatever the reason. So I don't know if you're taking a loss when you do that. You have product now that you got to try to sell. That's what happened with Awesome Collector. I was able to get my hands on a 54 um sakai x plus reissue okay he was sold out the site was sold out then all of a sudden he has some and he then jason pretty much revealed to me same deal just payment plans didn't you know some of them fell through and that's yeah. how i have product available now so I, I don't know how long he's gonna do it maybe maybe he might be next to follow the the uh the trend you know maybe pulling a payment plan but maybe maybe he'd be like down just uh 
if we can bring him in and we can get that side of the house of uh, selling. Like, hey, man, for our listeners that, like, want to buy figures from you, just be honest with it. Like, like, what's the side of selling it? Because I'm pretty sure he buys it in bulk a whole bunch. And then he's got to make that profit back. So uh, that'd be a cool interview with him. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know how much proprietor, excuse me, proprietor information he's going to be able to give out or institutionalized sure. knowledge. I don't know how much sure. he's going to be able to reveal because then everybody's going to go out and try and do it. Yeah, but that doesn't always mean you're going to be successful. Yeah, not me. So. I'm not doing it. But uh, yeah, man, we're coming up to our, uh, we just hit our hour. So um, yeah, so thanks again before we get going, listening to us ramble about our uh, worst <laughs> top five uh, kaiju movies. Hopefully next week uh, we can have Josh join us and he can do a quick. No, Josh missed it. Sorry, Josh, you missed the worst top five. You can only give us your top five best. He didn't want to talk about. He didn't want. They're just so bad. He didn't want to talk about them. Maybe. (laughs) And then uh, we're excited. We're not going to tell you, but the next week figure is amazing. There's already a lot of buzz regarding that. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, Also. Shout out to uh, my buddy Thomas, who had created my uh, logo. Uh, it's Rich, Josh, and our, it's our favorite kaiju, Godzilla 1984. And we had to put the OG in front of it. And I love uh, I love that he's sipping from a reactor and glowing. Um, Jet Jaguar, I hate him. But I know Rich, my brother, and Josh love Jet Jaguar. I don't know why. And then He's, uh, in, an, he's in an iconic movie. I can't. I'll, I'll show you how iconic that is when we talk about that movie. And that means that this was not on one of your, you know, again, depending on who you talk to, Godzilla vs. Megalon is either uh, a fan's worst movie and they can't stand it, or they it's their one of their best, or they absolutely love it, or it is their best. Well, we so. can, we'll talk about that movie later on, because uh, I enjoyed it for a certain reason. Um, it's you know, that stupid boat. <laughs> that little stupid thing in the water. Um, oh, yeah. The dolphin thing or whatever it is. Yeah. And then... Um, Thanks again to my brother for making our temporary um, intro. I love it. Thank you so much, man. I know you do a lot of work behind the scenes that people know about. But, um, Rich, what you, what's your going away remarks today? What do you have? My takeaway, my yeah. going away remarks. Uh, your takeaway. Food for thought. <laughs> like like Jerry Springer, I think, final thought or, or something like that. Okay. we got to come up so, with our own. We need to come up with our, Kaiju's final thoughts. <laughs> The important thing to keep in mind when it comes to all this, and this is where I get a lot of enjoyment from it, is it's just a nice diversion from the real world. And from, it's just a, a nice way to just kind of, um, you know, none of this is, is, it's physically impossible for any of these things to exist. We know that. But in our minds, we're just like, well, screw reality. Uh, it, they do exist. And, uh, <laughs> we have a great time with it, and that's what it's all about. And another thing about this is I've been a fan of this since I was about three years old, and you know, you, you're hooked for life yes. when it comes to this stuff. Whether it be movies, collecting, video games, you're in it for life. You don't ever grow outgrow it. You don't ever just be like, I'm done with this stuff. I hate it. I can't stand it. Agreed. It never happens. Yeah, It never happens. Yeah, I, I'm a testament to that. I, I again, 37 years now, 38 years almost. I, I've never once said at one point, "Screw this, I'm done with it." Never. Uh, you, you couldn't say it better than it myself, man. You destroyed it. Uh, Ending remarks. That was you just crushed it, man. Good job. 
No, I'm jelly. Thank nothing. you. Thank you. I have nothing. To say. <laughs> you have nothing. You have nothing to say. All right. Well, okay then. Well, thank you, yeah. listeners. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you next week, and we were going to talk about our top five favorite kaiju's. Sign out, everyone. Yep. Keep watching kaiju movies and keep showing us uh, showing love to kaiju's. Have a great weekend.